Hi, I'm Destiny, and I have a secret. It's so hot tonight. I just need to get out of this blouse and step inside something a little more comfortable. Wouldn't you like to slip inside something? How about the shirt that started it all? For today's 12 days of Distorted View Savings deal, get $5 off the Satan Away t-shirt. <laughs> That's right, assholes. It was me the entire time. Your little decklets were getting hard to Satan. You're weird, man. No, seriously. What's wrong with you? You're weird. Use promo code Satan Away for $5 off today only in the Distorted View store. <laughs> hey, freaks, it's Monday, December 19th, 2022. Coming up on the program today, you'd think a man being targeted by satellite lasers wouldn't be so obsessed with testicle size. Plus, fairy rock and Elon Musk jams, and the mother and son team that threatened to kill students and blow up a school. All coming up today. Tim Hansen reeks of anus. Mrs. Butterworth is twice as thick, and it's made with pork urine. That's pretty fucked up right there. All right, Tim back here with you to kick off a new week of programs, the last week of shows before Christmas. And in case you're wondering, no, I am not done shopping yet. As for the schedule of DV this week, I, I plan on doing episodes Monday through Thursday. Friday I'm taking off, and next Monday I'm taking off. However, next Monday I will post a best of a show. Just going to be a long weekend for me. Driving up to Ashtabula to spend the holidays with my family. I'm debating on when the Sideshow exclusive programs are going to air, though. That's the only thing I haven't figured out. So it's either it's either going to be weird. It's either going to be, uh, you know, today is a free show for everyone. Tomorrow and Wednesday, maybe both Sideshow exclusive episodes. And then I'll be back on Thursday with a show for everyone. Or we'll go the standard route and do uh, Monday and Wednesday free episodes, Tuesday and Thursday Sideshow exclusive. I don't know. I, I thought I should end on a free show. So I'm thinking uh, we're going to switch it up this week and do a two back-to-back sideshow exclusive ones. I think that's where I'm leaning right now. Uh, so, yeah, great time to sign up. Superfreaksideshow.com. Speaking of my family back home, uh, I found out that the host of Saturday Night Live this past weekend was going to be Austin Butler. You know, that guy who played Elvis in the movie Elvis. Well, my mom loved the movie and she is like super hot for this guy. I mentioned it on the podcast, I think last week, as a matter of fact. So I thought I uh, I would call my mom up and, and let her know, give her a heads up. Be like, hey, mom, if you want to see this guy in action live on your TV screen, uh, watch Saturday Night Live tonight. Now, my mom, you know, she's in her 80s now. She's slowing down, which is sad. I mean, we have to protect Patty Henson at all costs. I'm going to have her cryogenically frozen at some point. We will, uh, you know, we'll, we'll harvest her brain or we'll freeze it and keep it uh, locked away until a cure for oldness is figured out and then we'll you know far out and have her read more gross personal ads about eating asshole her true purpose in life 
anyway, the, the reason why I bring this up is, uh, like, when I call my mom now, she typically doesn't get to the phone in time before the answering machine picks up. So, like, the standard routine is, it, you know, I, I call her, it rings, it goes to voicemail, and then I start leaving a long-ass message for her, giving her enough time to pick up the phone. It's usually like, beep, hey, mom, it's Tim. Don't know if you're up, out of bed, or, you know, if you're if you're home, I'm just going to talk for a little bit, see if you get to the, the phone in time. Uh, how are you doing? Everything's fine here. And then, you know, I just go on and on until I run out of things to say. And then I'm just like, okay, call me when you get a chance or I'll call later. So this time, uh, a Saturday, it was around, oh, I don't know, eight o'clock at night. I call my mom up and, uh, you know, it, it goes to voicemail and I'm like, Hey, mom, uh, you don't have to answer the phone if you don't want to. It's okay. I just want to let you know Austin Butler is going to be. And she's like, hello, hello, hello. Hey, Tim, what's going on? Like, I've never witnessed her picking up the phone that quick. Hello, what? What? What's going on? Is he okay? I'm like, mom, how the hell did you get to the phone that quick? She's like, I don't know. Something came over me. I think it's called a runner's high. I'm like, no, that's not what a runner's high is. She's like, I've got all this adrenaline. My face is flush. And my nether regions are engorged. I'm like, what? He's like, yeah, the petals on my womanhood are puffy. I'm like, what? Mom, no petals on your womanhood. It's like all hot and moist down there. I'm like, okay, I'm so sorry I even said anything. Never mind. Austin Butler's not hosting Saturday Night Live. No, no, no. She's like, I know. I know he's hosting Saturday Night Live now. I got to find the starter to my monkey claw toy. And I'm like, what? I think that's some sort of, like, sex toy from the 1940s. Ladies, do you know what a monkey claw is? And why do you need a starter? She said something about ignition fluid. I don't know. I think it's gas-powered. Yeah, she said, I gotta <laughs> I gotta start the pilot light. Give it time to warm up. It was all very cryptic, and I uh, I refused to do any research on the matter. I haven't called her since. I'm, I'm assuming she's alive. Hope she didn't give herself a heart attack watching that program. Anyway, Patty's doing well. She's in love. All right. I do have a bunch of great audio to share with you today. Of course, Christmas is right around the corner. And thanks to Snatch Weasel, I have a new holiday song to share with you. This one might just make it into our standard holiday rotation every year. Uh, this song's called It's Christmas by James Chapesky. Take it away, James. When the snow falls down. It gives me that magical feeling inside Everyone comes home And we sit warm by the fire all night And right at that moment I forget all of my pain Cause we are all together And it's Christmas so this is a bit of a duet. Uh, James sings along with some girl named Nicole. I don't know if this is his girlfriend or his sister. That's the power of the spirit Christmas. It's Christmas time. It's a joyous celebration. I could do without the girl. She's making the song too good. I can see it's Christmas time to me. In your hearts, what magic step inside and light up the sky like a child on Christmas Day. I'm sorry. I'm going to have to hear some solo work from James. Like uh, this song, Silvery Moon. This is not exactly a Christmas song, but it's so good. You could really play it any time of the year. The other night I saw light in the darkness out of sight. I looked around to me. I found the sky was waking up tonight. How will I find what's on my mind? Lose myself at the edge of time. It's almost like uh, like fantasy songs, right? Sci-fi. It's got a real uh, ethereal quality. Uh, as a matter of fact, I'm on Spotify. He's on Spotify, James 
Shapesky or whatever the hell his name is. Uh, his most popular song is Fairy in the Night. All about how he got blown out of glory hole by some dude. Fairy in the Night. Here we go. So there's so much passion in his voice. Here's another song from James. This is called Just a Man. I'm just a man who's been living in this world till the day when I came upon you. I'm just a boy who's afraid to say a word Then I was mesmerized by you By the way, guys, I don't know if I mentioned this, but these are all original songs. These are not covers. I was a fool, broken and alone With a heart only for you Oh, a love song. Both and cold, wanting you so near How could our love be real? And I could dance with you, honey, if you only knew okay. the feelings that I felt towards you. All right, so we're going to move from, like, love song to straight-up fuck music. This is called Ready to Get Down Tonight. Are you ready to get down tonight? Feel the magic, see the light. Will wonder what is in your eyes For a million miles you'll fantasize Away, the show starts today The lights will light up the sky Okay, this is either about him blowing his load in his girl's face Hence the line, you're gonna wonder what's in your eyes Either that or this is a song about being abducted by aliens this is from the same guy who sang Fairy in the Night, so who knows where he's going with this. Are you ready to get down tonight for a great sensation inside? Feel the music, let the rhythm in, and your life will soon begin. Today, we are on our way. The lights will light up the sky. <laughs> So now, of course, the question is, who's a better musical artist, James or Mead Skelton? I think Mead is technically a better singer. However, James is way more creative when it comes to lyrics and, you know, what, what his songs are about. They're fantastical, magical, silvery moons and fairies and maybe alien abductions. Well, that's James uh, Chapesky for you. You know, speaking of Mead, and I don't know if I talked about this on the, the free side of uh, the podcast here, but uh, Mead has been email blasting me at one in the morning. He's been saying some not very nice things. He's been listening to the podcast, obviously, and uh, he's responding to stuff uh, you know, I've been saying. So, you know, it's fair. It's OK that he says that I look like I'm 65 years old. That was a low blow. Uh, so on December 13th at 1 a.m., he, he started, I don't agree with this. Oh, he says, I'm not bad looking. He thinks he's attractive. He's just flabby. He says he looks like Brendan Fraser. He also has this does this thing where he like sends photos of himself to me. And like it's like side by side comparisons. That was at 144 in the morning. He linked to his Google photos where he compared himself to uh, Dean Kane. There's some Dean Kane photos there. He says, I have a full head of hair. Unlike you, I don't look 65 years old. How dare you? That was a low blow, but uh, I deserve it. Last night at 1.22 in the morning, uh, again, <laughs> he emailed me. I, this time it's almost like a peace offering here. He went easy on me. He actually uh, complimented me. He says, uh, you have great hair. Thank you, Mead. Uh, he says, there's no shame in going gray early. I wish I had your hair. God bless, Mead. Well, thank you, Mead. And I'm going to return the compliment here by saying, I wish I had your musical talent. I mean, 
I am a pretty great singer. Is this love? You can't deny it. That I'm feeling. I got some pipes. Is this the love? I've been searching for. Is this love? Or am I dreaming? This must be love. Cause it's really got a hold on me. Yeah. Hold on. <laughs> Singing along with myself here. Woo. Anyway, I, uh, I cannot yodel. That's for sure. And uh, Mead knows how much I love the song Pervert Marriage. He has written some really fucking catchy ditties. So, uh, Mead, uh, I tip my hat to you. Merry Christmas, buddy. Let's put all this nastiness and unpleasantness um, behind us. And you know what? Let's work together in 2023. I smell collaboration (laughs) and it smells like shit, but I can't wait for it. Moving on, I am happy to announce we've got a new U-tard courtesy of Torso and apparently Gauntlet. Gauntlet shared this video with Torso and then Torso posted it in the Discord. I don't know why Gauntlet is holding out on us just sharing things with Torso, but uh, Torso's a good boy and posted this for all of the Discord to check out. We've got a guy here by the name of Tony Chase and he'd be crazy. Remember the chick who um, felt like the sun was following her? Like, the sun's not really the sun. She did some calculations and realized the sun shouldn't be in the sky where it was, so it was obviously some sort of surveillance, UFO, or government apparatus. Well, this could very well be her husband or father. He doesn't think the sun is after him, but uh, satellites most certainly are. And another thing of importance in reference to these satellite controllers that are spying on me and burning me and causing me physical injuries... You tried to call me a junkie. Need for you to explain yourself. It should be noted, he certainly has a bad case of meth mouth. Take a look at the chapter artwork. That's what we're dealing with here. If he's not on meth, you'd have to excuse people for thinking you are. Those are not some natural chompers, man. Hey, what's the name of the guy who owns the White House? Somebody wants to know. You think it's owned by a German or something? Germans didn't build it. I don't think anyone thinks the Germans own the White House. You think I was German or something? (laughs) I think he was Asian. (laughs) A deep cut there. You claim that you don't know shit about satellites burning people's teeth. I think every politician has to sign documents to see what my status is in this country and who my biological parents are. Yeah, he's all over the place here. He mentions his teeth a lot. He uh, is he's got a he's got a bunch of different theories about who's destroying his teeth. It can't be the meth, obviously. He uh, he blames it on lasers, satellites. I'm pretty sure in one video he blamed Tylenol. If Tylenol did not know, these satellite controllers have been hitting me in the teeth. Seriously, Tylenol, wake the fuck up. How could you not know this? Torso and Gauntlet did find one video where he's not really talking about satellites or teeth. Hey guys, doing? This is another thing of importance in reference to penis size and balls. I'm interested. Hope to God those satellites are leaving his testicles alone. I was born with a big penis. It's documented since the day I was born. And I was born with medium or small balls. Ain't no judgment here. Ball size really isn't that important. I don't think uh, to men or women. The nice thing about having smaller balls is it makes your dick look bigger in comparison. So, you know, if you're sporting an average sized dick but big balls, your cock's going to look smaller. It's just not fair. So, yeah, average sized. I'd take average sized dicks and small balls over big dick and big balls. How about that for a controversial opinion? Ha ha! There are men in this world that have smaller balls than than your German race or Middle Eastern Germans or whatever. <laughs> Another person who's obsessed with Germans. I wonder why. The reason my balls are small is because that's the way they are. Yep. My father had small balls. How do you know that? Like, I could not tell you what my dad's balls looked like. My grandfather's had small balls. Do you imagine one day I just walk in... <laughs> in the shower with my dad like dad i'm sorry this is strictly business i got a tape measure here gotta get the circumference of your balls 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 my grandfather's had small balls too Mm. and they have big penises and it's documented where is this information documented is it like one of those books, the who's who of testicles? So in reference to your big balls and your activity of making exaggerations or 
falsifications for why you're burning somebody's balls trying to say you thought they had small balls because you were burning their balls with satellites? There's the satellite connection. That's not the reason why somebody has small balls, man. I think we're caught in the middle of a fight here. And what's the cause for your big, nasty Germanism balls? Because they're the master race. You thought somebody had a big... I would hope the master race has big balls, right? Somebody had a big penis. You thought they were a sex addict? Because you thought that's where testosterone was produced in the penis shaft? Oh, that's just dumb. Everyone knows testosterone is stored in your prostate. That's why doing butt stuff makes you so manly. This is all part of that gay agenda shit. I have to uh, try to convince straight guys of that. You want to be a real man? Let me find your prostate and milk it. Do you really have a brain? The satellite lasers fried it, man. This dude is obviously unwell. He's a total utard in the sense that, you know, he posts a gazillion times a day. And he's been, I mean, he's just got thousands and thousands of videos. Hey, guys, this has been important in reference to uh, government women in satellite control rooms trying to murder me and government women that was involved in the murder of my mother, Doris Duke. All the videos are about satellites. Just like that woman, you know, all her videos are about the sun chasing her. These government men and their activities and their abuses. I, I can't help but note, like, I'm looking at his room and, uh, and the stuff that's on his walls. There's like a Jason Voorhees mask. Okay. But then there's stuff like, um, like a Best Buy bag on his wall. Not hanging on his wall. Like, he's folded the bag and he's, he's, he's like, it's art or, or, or something. It's very strange. Women trying to call me an alcoholic. I don't even drink. Where's the receipts, bitch? These people damaged my teeth calling me an alcoholic, calling me a drug addict, calling me gay. I'm not any of those things. He's very adamant about the gay thing. As a matter of fact, his username is Tony Chase, and then in parentheses, I'm not gay, not ever. And if you go to his uh, YouTube page and click about... Uh, it reads, the description reads, how are you doing, friendly people? I'm not gay, not never, exclamation mark, exclamation mark. A lot of people seem to think he is or want him to be. That, ladies and gentlemen, is what Tony Chase is all about. Thank you so much, Gauntlet and Torso. Uh, I'm now subscribed to him. Elon Musk uh, continues to make waves. He's doing all sorts of strange policy stuff on Twitter. The newest is uh, you're not allowed to link to like Instagram pictures or profiles. No, no links to Instagram or or um, uh, Facebook. Any Twitter competitor like Mastodon or Post. You can't even have one of those Linktree pages, which is, you know, you sign up for a Linktree account. You can just post all your links where, where people can find you. That has been banned, which normally wouldn't be a big deal. You know, you might say, oh, well, this service doesn't want to promote other services. But like this is the guy who was talking about uh, being a free speech absolutist. Also, it's not unusual for links to be shared to other social media sites. Like occasionally on Facebook, I will link to a, a, a funny tweet or post a picture from Instagram to Twitter through a link. I mean, you know, it's common fucking shit, right? But now that's that's no longer allowed. I'm not one of these like super reactionary people who are like, that's it. I'm 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 done. I'm closing down my account. He is uh, fucking shit up though. Uh, And so you know, I signed up for like a Mastodon account, just checking things out. Like I've signed up for all sorts of stuff. Uh, Truth Social. I have an account on there. I have an account on uh, something called Post, which is like a new social media Twitter clone. Mastodon kind of sucks because there are just there's like tons of separate servers and you can sign up for any Mastodon server and then all the servers communicate with one another. Right. So I'm on like Mastodon dot world right forward slash at distorted view. I will say, despite the fact that uh, like, f- like finding people is harder than it is on Twitter, which is like the real problem with Mastodon, uh, it does have some nice features. First of all, you can edit tweets all for free. That's awesome. Uh, I noticed that when I um, go to upload stuff, I can upload MP3 files and it t- and you can just play them right in you know in the tweet, which is great. So it's not just a straight up clone and it adds some new features. So the reason why I bring this all up is there are still a lot of people who love. The direction Elon Musk is taking Twitter and Tesla and Starlink and SpaceX. He's got some very enthusiastic followers, including some musicians like Jim Ocean. 
Jim wrote a song called The Future Smells Like Elon Musk. I think that's like a play on the, the last name of Musk, like a musky scent or whatever. Anyway, here is the song The Future Smells Like Elon Musk. What does the future smell like? I feel like the title of the song kind of spoils it. Like, we all know what the future smells like. It smells like Elon Musk. You can just come right out and say it. Don't tease us. What does the future smell like to you? What does the future smell like? It smells like Elon, Elon Musk. It smells like Elon Musk. When Elon Musk picks up the pace, the future's gonna be a musky place. All you want to do It's gonna be a musky day, baby. This will be eating his dust, cause the future's gonna smell like this gives me some real like america fuck yeah vibes america fuck yeah except you know it's for elon now uh jim ocean here he's a hippie dippy environmentalist as a matter of fact he recorded a whole album called frankenclimb which i think has to do with the climate he's a hurricane a big black cloud a fire tornado burning up the ground he'll blow down your house he'll tear up the levee he's a real badass he's frankenheaven Frankenclimb, Frankenclimb, you can't deny it, it's Frankenclimb. Look, I guess I commend this guy for caring uh, about the planet and the climate. I just don't think people want to hear music about it, you know? We can raise money for climate change awareness. We can hold benefits. I, I just don't think it's uh, that entertaining to listen to. It's like if in 1986 someone released an entire album about AIDS. Every song was about AIDS, what AIDS looked like, what, what AIDS smells like, just people dying of AIDS, how people were getting AIDS. Our next song is titled Lesions. No one wants to hear that. That being said, you can record music that conveys very important messages. You just got to make the motherfucker catchy. For instance, Lasexaflex, bringing attention to the very real dangers of toxic shock syndrome. tell you how many times we've read a news story where doctors pulled out a goddamn Pekingese dog from a woman's pussy hole because, you know, women, they just don't know any better. No one teaches them not to do that. That's why it's so important we keep sex education in our public school system and drag queens story hour in public libraries. They teach that, I hear. It's a, it's a real public health epidemic But what's happening to our girls and their little dogs. And where they're cramming them. All right, I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. Let's get into the crazy, bizarre twist of the fucked up news right now. It's it's just going to be a weird week. Everyone's gearing up for Christmas. No one gives a fuck. Not a member of the Distorted View Sideshow. Now is the time to sign up. Holiday savings are big, big, big. It's our winter sales-a-thon. Monthly and yearly memberships on sale right now for a few more days. Sign up and save at superfreaksideshow.com. When you sign up, you gain access to the entire archive of programs. More importantly, every week, I do brand new exclusive shows just for paying freaks. Tomorrow's episode is going to be Sideshow exclusive. And the way it looks, uh, Wednesday's episode is also going to be Sideshow exclusive. So, yeah, two in a row. Sign up right now so you don't miss a thing. Superfreaksideshow.com. If you want an even easier way to get brand new Sideshow exclusive episodes, uh, you can now sign up in Spotify uh, or in Apple Podcasts. You can even use Apple Podcasts or Google Pay. Is that what they call it? Or is it Android Pay? One of those pays. Or use regular credit cards. I don't know. 
checks, money orders, COD, cash on delivery. I don't know. Whatever the options are, you can pay. Also, don't forget, we've got a Patreon account, patreon.com slash view. Just another way to help support the show. And it really does help me out. Thank you to all of you freaks. All right. Three very quick stories now. First up. We got one from Illinois here. A bar has apologized after a photo of its bar sign welcoming domestic abusers <laughs> drew criticism on social media. Oh, really? People on social media didn't like that? If you beat the fuck out of women, first drinks on us. I'm not sure if they're trying to welcome domestic abusers or if they're just trying to keep women away. This is a boys-only bar. Mulligan's Pub and Grill in Rockford put up a chalkboard sign that read, If you have an OP, which means order of protection, against your ex, he's welcome. You are not. And it was signed HH, according to a Facebook photo shared on Tuesday, December 13th by Women's March Rockford. Mulligan's Pub and Grill did not immediately respond to a McClatchy News December 14th request for comment. I'll make the chalkboard the chapter artwork here. An order of protection is a court order which restricts an abuser and uh, only is available to family or household members, according to the Illinois Domestic Violence Act, per the state's attorney general. It's unclear who originally shared the photo. Facebook commenters said the bar originally posted the photo themselves, but they later took it down. Hmm, bad press. An unnamed bar employee told WTVO, a local affiliate over there in the area, the photo was originally posted by someone else who tagged the bar. You see, that being said, uh, the person standing in front of the chalkboard smiling in the photo, well, that's the owner of the bar. So in some way, shape or form, bar kind of did condone the message. The photo unsurprisingly drew backlash on Facebook. Women's March Rockford said the sign condones domestic violence. Quote, this is a local business that thinks it's funny to harbor and host men who abuse women. Look, I'm sorry, honey, but the bar is in the business of selling alcohol. Who drinks more alcohol than domestic abusers? It just makes good business sense to advertise to them, you know? try to solicit their business. I don't like the message either, but business is business. It's tough out there. All right, the bar responded to the photo in a December 13th statement. Quote, first of all, <laughs> we are sorry for anyone that is offended. That's not a real apology, by the way, when you're like, I'm sorry if anyone was offended. That's not like really owning up to any mistake. All right, first of all, we are sorry for anyone that's offended. In no way do we advocate domestic violence or minimize OP's significance. We apologize for the choice of words. <laughs> what words were you going for? Uh, we apologize for the choice of words and absolutely do not support this statement in any way. The bar said the sign was intended for one specific person who would visit the bar and had an OP against a regular at our establishment. The bar claimed the person did not actually have an OP, but rather used a voluntarily dismissed order of protection to antagonize someone, you see. And if you do see, could you explain it to me? Because uh, I'm a little confused. Uh, the photo was only intended to sarcastically address her non-existent OP, the bar's statement said, adding that a rival bar staff drove circulation of the photo. You got a lot of defenses going on here. We don't support domestic violence. It was just a joke. It was meant for one person. That person doesn't even really have a protection order against them. It was uh, it was done maliciously. And also, it's another bar's fault. Okay. It's unclear when the photo was taken and how long the sign remained up. Rockford is about 90 miles northwest of Chicago. <laughs> if you want to visit the bar. DV meet up there? Let's all go for a few drinks. And we'll bring our significant others and beat the fuck out of them. That's how they roll at Mulligan's Pub. I always love going to the Yelp page for the business when these type of news stories are released. Because there's always like that warning. Uh, this business is being monitored by Yelp support team for content related to media reports. And then there's like another pop up. Uh, unusual activity alert. They don't even allow you to uh, leave reviews right now. But some people got in. Let's see. Um, is this what Rockford stands for? Bile. The so-called apology letter took no accountability. Quite the opposite. They tried to excuse their choices. Well, another bar did help circulate the photo. When it comes to domestic violence, there's no excuse. I am a survivor. Way to make it about yourself, Amy G. 
All right, second story we have for you today. This one just happens to come from our most fucked up state. Say it with me. Florida. Our most fucked up state. Can I please get some church organ music, please? I need to feel the Lord in the house. Hallelujah. Glory be unto him. God is showing me so much pain. Y'all are suffering. Wheezing and coughing, you got the fever, you got the chills. COVID was sent to us by the devil himself. But it is in that pain and in that strife that God begins to work his miracles. Yes, you may be ill. Yes, you only have one functioning lung remaining. Yes, some of your loved ones have perished, buried now in the ground. But it is because of COVID. It is because of this wicked disease that I was able to afford this beautiful $8.6 million mansion! 8,000 spacious square feet, seven bedrooms, and, oh, God, 8.5 bathrooms, an elevator, a 1,550-bottle wine cellar, a gym, salt water heated pool, and so much more. Can I get a hallelujah? God is good. God is great. Yeah, it's kind of the gist of the next story I have for you. A pastor and his son were arrested after collecting more than $8 million in Corona relief aid in 2020. I feel like at that point, you're just you're getting greedy. You you had to know the government was going to want to check up on some of that money. Once you once you cross the million dollar mark, I'm sure the government's like, what? What is this for again? What do you need this money? You're a church. Do you even have a staff? How many people are involved with this business? A pastor and his son were arrested after collecting more than $8 million in Corona relief aid in 2020 with a fraudulent ministry. Oh, they didn't even have a ministry. Edward, I'm sorry, Evan Edwards and Joshua Edwards were taken into custody Wednesday in New Smyrna Beach. That sounds like a pretty place. After being indicted on December 7th on several charges, including conspiracy to commit bank fraud. Ting. Uh, the two are expected to make a court appearance this Wednesday, a company called Aslan uh, International Ministry. Isn't that the lion from uh, Chronicles of Narnia? Aslan or something? A company called Aslan International Ministry, a family-run foreign nonprofit church, applied for funds as part of the Federal CARES Act, dedicated to helping small businesses and nonprofits struggling during the coronavirus pandemic. More than $300 billion of funding was set aside to grant forgivable small business loans to help pay employees and other business expenses. Federal documents show Joshua Edwards applied for a PPP loan in April 2020 on behalf of the International Ministries. U.S. Secret Service agents allege that he used fabricated and or fake documents to obtain more than $8.4 billion in funding. Now, this isn't a new organization, so it's not like, you know, this this just sort of sprung up in 2020. The ministry was actually founded in Ohio back in 2005. Of course, there's an Ohio connection. It's the Florida of the North. In 2018, it filed an application to conduct business in Florida as a foreign nonprofit corporation. I'm sorry, wait a second. I don't understand how that could be considered foreign. It was founded in Ohio, and then they want to conduct business in Florida... And they're considering that a foreign nonprofit corporation. Well, sometimes Ohio does feel like a whole different fucking country. Joshua Edwards was listed as the chairman and president of the organization, while his son, Evan, was listed as the vice president. Joy Edwards, Evan Edwards' daughter, was listed in the documents as a secretary and director. Uh, Joshua Edwards' wife, May, was also listed. Legal documents filed in U.S. District Court, Middle District of Florida and Orlando shows things began to unravel for the Edwards family when they attempted to purchase a $3 million home near Disney World. We're going to go ahead and pay for that in cash. That raised some red flags, I guess. The U.S. uh, Secret Service got involved. They began investigating into the fraudulent ministry, so the family fled to Canada. During the federal investigation, agents reviewed the ministry's website and they believe it contains generic religious information. Did they plagiarize the Bible? They're going to hell. To be fair, most church websites are pretty fucking boilerplate, right? Unless you're a cult with a nice uh, spin on religion. 
It's a pretty standard fare, right? But whatever. Okay. So during the investigation, uh, agents reviewed the ministry's website and believed it contained generic religious information taken from other websites. The two men were indicted on charges of conspiracy to commit bank fraud, bank fraud, uh, false statements to lending institutions, and visa fraud. Evan Edwards and Joshua Edwards will be in court on Wednesday afternoon to make their first appearance. So it sounds like, uh, to me, they didn't even really have a church, right? They had a church website. And then it, it looks like it's just uh, two guys and their wives. I feel like if you were applying for payroll loans, you might want to be a little more re- uh, realistic, you know? Well, there's four people on the payroll, so $8 million should do it. That should keep us going. We should be able to, to make payroll for the next few months. I mean, maybe if you were that Joel Osteen, or whatever the hell his name is, that kind of makes sense. He's got a multi-million dollar operation going there. All right, uh, final story we have for you today. This one comes from Michigan. Police say a Hazel Park High School parent is responsible for making a threat to blow up the school. You know, we expect there's going to be a school shooter once or twice every school year, but you never think the school shooter is going to be a parent. That's the real spin on this story. Ryan Nicole Dunlap is facing a 20-year felony charge. Yeah, apparently they don't mess around anymore when it comes to school shooting threats. Not like a slap on the wrist or a ticket. Uh, Yes, Ryan Nicole Dunlap is facing a 20-year felony charge of false reporting a threat of terrorism, along with two counts of malicious use of telecommunication services after investigators say she wanted to get back at school administrators for punishing her son. What a helicopter parent, right? There's nothing I hate more than parents who don't realize that their own children can be complete shits. Just blindly defending them. What did this kid try to do? Let's read on. According to Hazel Park Police Chief Brian Buckholtz, in this case, she made the threat to someone on the school staff. And our school resource officer started investigating and spoke to the mother herself. And she admitted that she did make the comment. The chief also said that uh, Dunlap's son was in trouble for allegedly making threats of his own, saying he would take out two girls, like take out, like kill, not take out like on a date. He would take out two girls talking to the school about something he posted on Instagram. Something troubling, no doubt. Reading between the lines, I think it was like a hit list. Uh, he, you know, he wanted to go after some students. Then these girls were like, well, we're going to go tell the principal about it. He's like, I'll fucking kill you too. You're on my list now. Quote, it had to do with a threat towards other students. So as a disciplinary issue, the school is dealing with and informing the mother of that. And that's when she got upset and got aggressive and then made another threat. The threat to blow up the fucking school. Now you see where the kid gets it. Prosecutors say Dunlap was jailed on a $200,000 cash bond. Her son is being held at Children's Village. That does not sound like a fun place to be if you're a child. That's for problem kids. Children's Village. Yes. Children's Village in internment camp for problem kids and psychopaths. Ultimately, probably a good place for him to be. That looks like they're both kind of put away for a while. Thank God you can breathe easy over there and hazel park michigan your high school will stand for another day all right uh that my friends is shortest order news for monday let's do a couple voicemails and get the hell out of here love to hear from you freaks and of course there are many ways to contact the show show at distortedview.com i'm all over social media at distorted view on twitter and instagram also on mastodon somewhere if you can find me i was already banned off of one mastodon server this does, you know, like this does not bode well. I thought so. Like the thing with Mastodon, as I mentioned earlier, you know, there's like a gazillion different servers, and they all talk to one another. And each of the servers have their own rules that you have to abide by, right? So naturally, I look for servers that allow not safe for work material. You know, just to save my ass in the future, because I post all sorts of weird crap. This is a weird podcast, right? I mean, I'm not planning on doing anything illegal like posting any child porn or anything. At least not on my main account. That's for the alts. Anyway, so I find this this one Mastodon uh, server or instance or whatever. I can't even remember the name of it. Well, today, I, I haven't even posted anything yet, right? I, the only thing I've done on that fucking thing is I've... Uh, uh, wrote out a bio, which is really the same thing as my Twitter bio, which is just like, it's Distorted View Daily, one of the longest running podcasts. Nothing bad there. And then my little uh, logo as an avatar. So I set that, all that shit up uh, back in November at some point, And uh, I just happened to log in today 
to see what was going on. And boom, it says I was banned for conduct. I, I didn't do anything. It literally said the only thing I can do right now is I can export my data. You know, and then that's pretty much it. Like I could save everything that I've done, but there's nothing to say. You literally look at it and it, it lays it out like, oh, zero posts, zero comments, zero likes. I've done nothing to offend anyone for once, and I still get banned. I cannot catch a fucking break. So anyway, I set up a new account on a better server. I'm thinking, I, I'm, the only thing I can think of is, like, I was banned because uh, I wasn't active, and maybe they're trying to free up space for other people to sign up, because, of course, there's, like, this mass exodus happening because Twitter's going cuckoo crazy bananas. On one hand, I you know, I was pissed that I got banned off of something for no reason. On the on the other hand, I'm like I was I, I feel kind of accomplished. Like that that's impressive, right? A preemptive ban? My reputation precedes me. All right, uh, let's do a couple voicemails here. Hey, Timmy, this is this is Tricky Dicky. Hello. See if I love Look what I'm doing. <laughs> Look at that pinky. Oh no. Yeah. Fucking my belly button with my pinky. <laughs> oh, pinky. look at that! It's right up in there. Yeah, yeah. Put my yeah. pinky in my belly button. Dickhole is so 2005. If you're going to be using your pinky to probe something, it better be your belly button. Welcome to 2022. It's weird here. Oh yeah. Yes, uh, we played some belly button porn last week on the podcast. That's a thing that I that just came out of my mouth. It's perfectly normal for distorted view. Actually, uh, maybe the guy who was running the Mastodon server listened to that. Like, I could totally understand. I could respect being banned for unleashing uh, belly button probing porn onto the world. I'm so sorry I did that to you, freaks. Hi, Tim. It's Unicorn Hamster. Hey, Unicorn. I wanted to comment on my LOL moment for this week. Uh, yesterday's. LOL. What what does that stand for? Could someone help me out there? LOL. Laugh it out loud. There it is. Thank you. God, Jesse Lee Peterson. Sideshow exclusive. The Thursday's sideshow exclusive. God, man. So I start my day. I'm um, mentally preparing myself to start my eight hours of work. And uh, before I do, I'm usually... Uh, finishing off an episode of Distorted View, so I'm in the, my job, the break room, and I took a sip of the hot coffee. As you, as I'm drinking the coffee, you're, there was the part where you're featuring the threesome with the two muscular women, and oh yeah, that <laughs> had me laughing so bad. I nearly made a fool of myself because I had to I took a sip out of the hot coffee and the part when you were describing uh, you know uh, like these women were demanding wanting him to shoot his loaf slapping him I thought that was so fucking funny I had to ask uh, Haley's comments to send me the link and I had to see it. Oh, it the actual video, yeah. Fucking funny. I nearly lost my coffee. Yeah, those are some girls, to, man. Like, literally Powerful. hold it and like calm myself, maintain my composure and <laughs> swallow the hot coffee because I would have made a fucking ass out of myself. There were people, there were members of management <laughs> in the I'm going to get you fired yet. Break room, and I would have to explain that uh, I'm, uh, I love the podcast, and I would have to spread the distortion that way. Yep. And I haven't been very good at spreading the distortion, unfortunately. Oh, that's okay. I ask, I tell yes. people about it, and... Uh, and no one wants to listen. <laughs> they usually... They think it's... I don't know. Too Anyways, gross. Yeah. have a great year. Keep up the good work, and uh, thank you. You made me laugh really hard before starting my eight hours of dreaming. Oh, all right. Well, thank you very much, uh, Unicorn Hamster, checking in. <laughs> you like the muscular ladies. And uh, finally today... Hey, Tim. Greg from Austin. I got a couple things. I'm going to try to be quick. Uh, right. One, I just want... I, we should appreciate Corey's music because you played that uh, the I'm a Japanese man song, and that, <laughs> that song never fails to make me laugh. It's just the scream that he does at the very end he of it. Is a maestro. Is, uh, is too good. Um, 
Somebody called in about your uh, your issue with your cars and the insurance stuff, and it hasn't been uh, resolved. And I, oh, you yeah. know, I let you know a long time ago. I work in the insurance world. It's re- it's res- it's not resolved in that the cars are fixed, but um, I guess they're gonna pay for it or something. I don't know. Like Lord Douche has all the details. Um, and I tried to deal. All that shit's in his name, so he's sort of dealing with that for the most part. He never got back to me, but I don't know what's going on. But you guys could file a claim through your own policy. You uh, you would have to pay your deductible, but your insurance yeah. company would then go through the trouble of getting the money back from either the other driver or the other company, and you can at least yeah. Again, they f- I'm pretty sure they figured everything out, but uh, as of right now, the car is has not been fixed. I don't know. There's like a time limit on that of when they will actually pay for this stuff, but I'm pretty sure they they agreed to do it. I don't know. I don't know how all of that works. It's, again, it's all under Lord Douche's name. My car was my, the, the stuff in my name was actually spared because again, we we had just moved moved the cars. We moved my cars out of the way just hours before the tragedy struck. And you know, his, the the one car his the new car is drivable. So I think that's why he's like in no like panic rush to get that taken care of because you know he could still use the car just uh, doesn't look that pretty the trunk is a little fucked up it's not like dented but like uh some of the plastic pieces are hanging or something i don't know all right uh well there you go I, again i'll try to give you a proper update real soon uh after i <laughs> i live with lord douche i don't even know what the hell's going on uh that is all the time we have on this edition of the program want you guys to email me show at distortedview.com distortedview.com is our official website voicemail line for you 206-666-4463 that's 206 oh god it's an oh god you thought they had small balls because you were burning their balls with satellites spread the distortion std tell all your friends about the show don't forget to give us a five-star rating a thumbs up or like wherever you can rate and review podcasts Remember, tomorrow's podcast and Wednesday's show are both going to be Sideshow exclusive, so the next time you'll hear from me will be on Thursday. That is, of course, unless you sign up for the Sideshow. It's a great time. We've got some holiday deals. Become a true and honorable freak in time for Christmas. Otherwise, I will see you back on Thursday. Until then, have a great day. Bye, everybody! I was almost uh, raped by a succubus or an incubus. I'm not sure what that is. See, it's a beautiful, appears as a beautiful woman, and I was entranced. And then she turned into an old hag, and she tried to suffocate me by sitting on my chest. And um, I rebuked it in the name of Jesus. It fled. But I believe this is a spirit of infirmity, uh, because that's why I suffer from chronic uh, gastrointestinal ailments. Because of this uh, demon lady. This has been another excellent podcast from the Scrod Media Group. Learn more at scrod.net.